This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the John Freakin' Muir Pod. Lace up those boots and sling on the pack for a romp through trails, short and long. With your host and renaissance man, Doc, it's time to embrace the suck. The John Freakin' Muir Pod is sponsored by Outdoor Vitals, the ultralight backpacking gear company whose mission is to improve the mental, physical, and emotional health of mankind by facilitating impactful outdoor experiences. Outdoor Vitals creates innovative technical products with confidence-inspiring education that empowers outdoor ultralight adventurers. Their focus on performance and durability enables you to live ultralight with gear you can actually be confident in. Whether you're looking for an ultralight sleep system, shelter, or pack, or if you're looking for top quality apparel for the trail, you can find it at Outdoor Vitals. Do yourself a favor. Live ultralight. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your pod- podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. 
since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like my creativity has raised to another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Welcome back to another week on the trail. I'm Doc, and this is the John Freaking Muir Pod. Let's start off with a reminder. If you are enjoying the podcast, take just a minute, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're not enjoying the pod, well, just go ahead and keep that to yourself. All right, let's get to this week's content. I had the great pleasure of venturing out to Indian Canyon Trailhead in Agua Dulce this past weekend and doing a little trail angeling. I took Mrs. Doc with me, and we uh, we picked up some donuts. We picked up some breakfast sandwiches. We packed a cooler full of beer and soda and water, and we headed out. And we got there, and we got all set up. Uh, nice little uh, bit of amenities there. We had a picnic table under a covered shelter, bathroom right next door to us. And the parking lot was full, but we managed to get everything set up, and we settled down into our chairs and we waited. We looked at each other. Nobody was around. Nobody on the trail. This is about 8 o'clock in the morning. And we waited. And I knew what she was thinking. Mrs. Doc was thinking, this is a huge waste of time. No one's going to show up. And then, at about 8.15, lo and behold, here comes a PCT hiker marching down the trail. And she was, uh, she was Amanda. And she was followed up shortly by takeout and they were our first guests and it was a lot of fun so let's uh let's take a listen and see what they had to say all right this is doc from the john freaking mirror pod and we've got our first pct hiker coming coming through for some trail magic why don't you introduce yourself and tell us where you're from sure uh my name is amanda and like i said i don't have a trail name yet but i'm from austin texas and yeah really excited to be here right now (laughs) (laughs) nice this is about mile 450 yeah thereabouts ish 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 yeah yeah. yeah. um yes so we still have a long ways to go but it's been really good so far okay nice now we've got a a new feature here that we're going to try out this is the john freaking muir's wheel of wilderness Uh, all right and there's eight eight different uh eight different uh spots on the wheel here and uh, each one of them has its own story behind it that you're gonna you're gonna help tell a story. Oh gosh! Okay. And we just had another hiker walk up. What's is your it... name, sir? Takeout. Takeout. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Very good. He's from Israel. He's really cool. Okay. We got some, we got some trail magic. We got some food here. We got uh, beer and soda, and we've got the wheel of wilderness. So, Amanda, <laughs> do you want to give it a spin? Sure. Okay. Okay. Oh, hiker's choice. hiker's choice. Hiker's choice. That means you get to pick any category. Let me go through the categories. This is oh, perfect. Yeah, sure. We'll go uh, clockwise here. We have the gear category, which is sponsored by Outdoor Vitals. And you, you're going to tell us about your favorite piece of gear and why it is. Or we've got uh, thumbs up, favorite campsite thus far on the trail. This category I don't think applies to you because it says trail name and the story behind it. So we're not there yet. Yeah. Uh, the 100 symbol is your favorite moment from the trail thus far Ooh. okay dread means what's up ahead that you're not looking forward to mm. thumbs down would be the worst campsite thus far okay 
And oops is your most embarrassing moment on the trail. Oof. Hiker's choice. You get to pick. Um. Uh, let's do. Let's do dread. <laughs> okay. All right. Dread. Uh, yeah. I'm not looking forward to this uh, 25 mile road walk we have planned <laughs> um, in a couple days. All the fire closures and stuff makes it kind of complicated. So you either have to like hitch around or or decide to walk the road for whatever insane reason. Um, and we kind of already bit the bullet and walked the first road walk, which was like 27 miles uh the other day and so we have to do it again we have to do it the next one so Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and that was so awful he has a great time um but i was yeah. in a lot of pain <laughs> <laughs> yeah. road walks are not the most exciting part of long trails i mean you should be out yeah. out in the wilderness not walking on roads yeah 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 I, i've just been thinking about that a lot for the past 24 hours so <laughs> <laughs> so i know that a lot of people uh, on the desert section of the PCT, they spend mostly uh, spend a lot of time talking about the Sierras and what's yes. up ahead in the Sierras and the snowpack and what what they're Ugh. supposed to expect. Yeah, yeah, we're just thinking positively. I don't know. Apparently, it's a kind of a low snow year. Apparently, there's already people up there who are just doing fine. High hopes. So yeah, <laughs> we're optimistic that it'll be better than than some other years for sure. Um. Okay, fantastic. Take out, you want to give the wheel a spin? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All right. Sorry. This is your most embarrassing moment on the trail so far. All right. That's a tough one. I know that embarrassed, but... I don't think you'd be embarrassed by anything. <laughs> I try to think hard. Um, oh, okay, so uh, it was in the fourth day of the trail. Uh, I've been sitting with two friends uh, in, uh, where was it? It was some campground and there were tons of uh, hikers. So there was a couple who... Uh, Katie and his uh, ex, who who've been uh, they've been with us uh, on the bench, and the guy forgot his hat, so they came back to their tent like in 6 p.m. and were like uh, thinking really much about how we're bringing back his hat because they're in the tent and it's not night and we can guess what they're doing. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's trail magic of a different kind. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, and then we just we, we gave him the hat so it wasn't that embarrassing in the end but the thinking of the process was right. really embarrassing right. like how do we bring him the hat so this is what this this was the most embarrassing part okay. <laughs> very good now how, how what were the logistics for getting over from Israel to uh, to Campo um, they were pretty easy yeah I mean uh, long flights it was a 15 hour flight to New York and then four hours from New York to San Diego mm -hmm. so it was a little bit tough but uh, tons of hours of sleeping so it was nice yeah and uh, because we're all vac vaccinated mm -hmm. like most of us so uh, it haven't been in trouble like European guys right so it was pretty nice very good you guys having a good time so far yeah for yeah. sure nice. great trail yeah. amazing yeah very <laughs> good what are, you, what are you guys looking forward to 
Hmm. Uh, today, Acton. Um. <laughs> yeah. One day at a time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we're going to make the most of the L.A. Aqueduct walk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we talked about maybe night hiking with a six-pack and just knocking it all out before sunrise. Yeah, it will be amazing. <laughs> 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 Getting drunk in the middle of the aqueduct. Amazing. Uh, I think I really look forward to finish with the desert. I mean, it's beautiful and everything, yeah. but... Uh, it's long. Yeah. yeah. I think I think you can move forward to things different than mm-hmm. this one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we can yeah, graduate. taking tons of water on your back and everything. Yeah, right. It's fine, but... Uh, to change the atmosphere yeah to the big yep. yeah uh, I'm jealous you guys are heading towards the Sierras you guys are going to have a great time up there yeah yep. yeah less Where than two from? weeks so we live like 25 minutes away mm. and oh, I've done nice. I've done the John Muir Trail a couple times right. and I've got uh, the southern half of the John Muir Trail uh, planned for later this summer and it's just gorgeous up there just an incredible path that's cool so you climbed the Whitney several times? Uh, I've, I've been up on top of Whitney one time, and it was with my son, and it was just it fantastic. Cool. We got there at uh, sunset, and so most people do like a sunrise, sunrise. summit. Yeah, yeah. We got there at sunset, and it was just me and my son up there at That's sunset. Cool. The clouds were just incredible. It was an awesome experience. Oh, man. That's amazing. Yeah, and I'm you went down it. at night? No, we had, there's actually a camping spot up there. At a, right below the sign, there's a sign that says, you know, Whitney Trail, 1.9 miles. Just below that sign, there there are like six spots. It's dry camping, but oh, wow. uh, it's at 13,400 feet. Know. It's beautiful. You're, you're looking amazing. over Hitchcock Lakes and Guitar Lake. Oh, gorgeous, wow. gorgeous. Yeah. Right on. I really well, get there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for playing Wheel of Wilderness with oh us. My God. And this, this will thank be featured you. on an upcoming episode on the John Freaking Muir Pod. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, All we right. This. Okay. So at this point, I turned off the recorder thinking that uh, we would just wait for the next hikers to come. But then Amanda and Takeout kept on talking and telling stories. And so I frantically got the recorder back out and hit the record button and kept going. So. Here's a little bit more of Amanda and Takeout before we get to our next set of hikers. 24-hour challenge is a must. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll take like two zeros after it, but I'll definitely <laughs> do it. <laughs> it won't help me get any further, um, but it'll just be fun to see how, how far you could walk in 24 hours. Yeah. yeah, any ideas as to what you could do in 24 hours? Um... <laughs> It was something, even if you did, if you kept like a solid three mile an hour pace for 24 hours, you still don't even hit 80 miles. Um, yeah, you need a four. Uh, I, four miles an hour. He wants to break 81 miles because he heard someone, other dude did it. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, so that's like... <laughs> that's a little bit tough, but until yeah. uh, until Oregon will have hiker legs. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. 65 or something. You guys, cowboy camp, tent camp. Um, we both carry tents, but we cowboy camped last night in like a ditch. Yeah, it was really windy, <laughs> and we woke up in a wet cloud. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> all, the, all the sleeping bag was full of uh, uh, was wet, uh, soaked. Uh, and, uh, it was weird. <laughs> I mean, I woke up at night and I saw it's wet, and I was like, "No, I'm not going to wait to make a tent right now. I'll sleep and I'll see what I do with it in the morning." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, tough, yeah. but It'll uh, be fine. <laughs> tough morning, mm-hmm. really tough. 
What are your base weights? I'm about 16. Okay. The same. Mine when I was like 15.8 or whatever when I weighed it before I left. We're not ultra light. It's not ultra light. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> it's worth it. I mean, I have down socks, which are my m- <laughs> most favorite... Uh, His booties. <laughs> yeah, my most favorite equipment. Uh-huh. And they're like, that's the only reason my feet doesn't hurt. Like, they suffer during the day and they know that w- at night I put the down socks <laughs> and they'll be warm and cozy <laughs> and nice. So, so late afternoons, your feet are looking forward to to the down socks and the. In the right Since the first minute in the morning, they look for the down socks. <laughs> They're like, "All right, this will end, and I'll be back in the down socks." Nice. This is the best feeling. Uh, Very good. How, what was your longest water carry? Your biggest water carry in the desert so far? Seven liters. Wow. This dude will carry like seven liters every day. He's training. Yeah. <laughs> I train the body. Uh, yeah, he's training to to go back <laughs> and serve in Israeli. <laughs> Army, <laughs> or I train uh, to the Sierras with the seven uh, uh, days of, uh, of yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I usually won't carry more than three liters. Every time I carry four liters, I throw out a liter. I don't drink anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it is crazy how much like all the water, almost I don't know, maybe half or more. Sometimes it feels like the water sources we rely on are so like artificial. They're like caches, or yesterday we stopped at a fire station and got water uh the other day we were at a mcdonald's because there was like a 40 mile stretch with no water um and yeah you just like (laughs) i'm like it's not like it's a there's not streams everywhere you just you just like Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay where's the where's the nearest road where maybe someone left me you know like half a gallon of water right i was talking to a few guys uh few weeks ago about their trip and they made it was uh, chris carter who made a just a fantastic video on it called uh, to measure a mile oh and i saw it you saw that amazing yeah yeah they they were a lot of fun to talk to but one of their their long stretches you know they're looking forward to this uh, cistern and they they got there and there is a a dead fox down <gasps> in the cistern oh. and there's no other water source and so they had to man that's they filtered yeah. it a few times, but still, that, that kind of gets <laughs> me the way. Yeah, that's sketchy. Yeah, it's sketchy. Is good. No. <laughs> nice. Man. So you get here every week? No, this is my first experience uh, as a trail angel. Just, really? I thought we'd kind of put something oh, together, so and, and the timing, I thought, should be right to encounter some PC tiers. And yeah. I told him there's nice. lots of people behind us. Yeah, there are tons. It will take them time, I think. uh, (laughs) They're not as rocket as rocket. (laughs) Yeah, this is true. All still in their tents when we just got out. So, uh, what time? What time did you guys leave this morning? She in five thirty. I in five fifty. So okay. Now, when you guys hit the Sierras, do you have some? uh, We have new gear shipped in, or? Yeah, I plan to buy it there. Okay. I mean, all the crampons and ice axe mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. You ship it, no? Uh, yeah, Kenny Meadows kind of sells everything that you would mm. you would need, like the mm-hmm. crampons, ice axe, and bear mm-hmm. vaults. Um, yeah. Yeah, and apparently they have really good resupply. So. Mm-hmm. I think I have that same shirt. Yeah, yeah. I uh, look like the such a, like a national park dad. <laughs> this, this is like my boyfriend's hat, and it's just like this North Face, and it's like too big on me. And then this is just shirt is just it. Get, I like this shirt, but it just I wish I would have shown took in like a gray or like a 
<laughs> canvas color because it's blue. It just gets so dirt. gross. It gets disgusting. <laughs> Luckily, we just did laundry like two days ago. Um, mm -hmm. But it's usually just like salt waves everywhere. How is the Modelo? The what? The Modelo. Oh, it was amazing. Okay, <laughs> I mean, for me, all beers taste the same. But, uh, it was nice. Yeah, okay, good. It's cold beer, so it's cold, cold beer. Can't no complain. complaints. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the first cold beer I drank on the trail. I should have drank sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought about it. Glad we could help out. <laughs> uh, you did 32 miles yesterday. 31 and a half. Wow. To be accurate. I always round them. <laughs> yeah, in kilometers it's 50, so it sounds better. Oh, yeah. Than 31 and a half. Sure. So, uh, yeah. How far did you go yesterday? I did 50. Yeah. yeah. 50 it sounds a lot. Uh -huh. I like that. That's a lot. 31 miles. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great day. <laughs> It was funny. We we had a ten mile stretch of bushwhacking, mm. so just us fighting bushes. It was funny. I had tons of tons of fun. And when I got to the end of the bushwhacking, I just sat down and I ate an apple. And she came so angry. She was like, "I hate this world. <laughs> I don't want to go anymore." That was funny. That was, that was a new low. I was so pissed. That was really that was terrible. You're like hiking uphill for, and then it's just. Hit in the face the whole time. Amazing. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Uh, <laughs> Fighting bushes. You're too often <laughs> What did you guys think of Idle Idlewild? Great place. Idlewild. Yeah, Idlewild was really cool. Hiker friendly. Wrightwood we were just in. Super hiker friendly. It was amazing. We just sat outside the grocery store and like 10 different people would walk by. Do you need anything? Where are you going? Yeah, just came to Get, speak with us. need a place to stay? <laughs> Tell us about the trail. Most of this town were pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, just it's just way more beautiful. Just full of trees and everything is really, really nice there. Uh huh. Tons of restaurants. Yeah. I ate in, I, I think four restaurants in the same day. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> what I look for. The restaurant. <laughs> Very good. You can eat whatever you want out there because uh, you know you're, yeah. you're burning it off. We're still losing weight. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever I mean, we eat. Hopefully, I think I'll plateau eventually, and then. <laughs> you I mean, those carbs—they just gotta go somewhere, you know. Yeah. True. <laughs> straight to my gut. Every day there are amazing things to see. Mm -hmm. So you don't see one thing, but there are other things that are amazing. I mean, we did the twenty stretch, twenty six on the on the road. And just a random guy came and brought us apples from nowhere. Oh just, yeah, that's cool. Just stopped at us, and he got. He's like, "I got apples for you." And we're like, "What?" It was, I think, the best apple I ever ate. What's the name the, of the apple? The cosmic apple. Cosmic apple. I know. We're they were try huge to find one today. and full of water. Wow, it was amazing. Nice. Um, also, a real magic. That was definitely yeah. the All right, shortly after this, we had a, a number of hikers uh, arrive and start talking to us. And I apologize that in some of the upcoming clips, you're going to hear a lot of background conversations going on and maybe some wind. Uh, I need to say that we were not in a podcast studio with 
controlled sound environments. And as hikers are, when they get together, they're a little bit chatty. So you have the optional pleasure of listening to the main conversation in the foreground or some of the background conversation going on. So enjoy. Here we have Jim talking to us about uh, his trail name or lack thereof and uh, an embarrassing moment. So let's uh, before you spin, let's get a, a little introduction. What's your what's your name and where are you from? I'm Jim, and I'm from just north of Seattle, Washington. Okay, fantastic. Is this the first time doing the PCT for you? I've done Washington and two thirds of Oregon. Okay, but this is the first time in California. Fantastic, fantastic. All right, give it a spin, Jim. All right, trail name. Do you have a trail name? I don't, but I've been proposed for a couple. One was vitamin D, because some guy saw me, I usually stop for lunch, take my shirt off to let it dry. Uh-huh. He's like, what are you doing? He thought I was like praying or something. I said, well, I'm collecting vitamin D. <laughs> vitamin D did not stick. Yeah, not so far, no. Okay, you want to give it another spin then, see if we can come up with something else? Hiker's choice. Well, okay, I'll... I'll answer oops for hiker's choice okay most embarrassing moment on the trail <laughs> so yesterday morning i got up and there's like eight of us camp nearby i packed up all my stuff put my pack on off i go on the trail somebody yells hey you're going the wrong way <laughs> and i was positive i was going the right way positive he pulls up got hooked. he says nope you came down that hill you got to go out the other way but he didn't let me get very far, which was good. Good thing he caught you. He did. It was very nice. Very good. See very that's... good. All right. And next, we have a couple of young lady hikers who started off on the trail solo, but quickly paired up with each other. And they're going to share some stories uh, about their trail names and some embarrassing moments. A couple of very entertaining uh, hikers out there. So listen in. Here we go. All right, we've got a couple of other intrepid hikers, PCTers, coming off the trail here, sitting down with us. Why don't we do an introduction? What's your name? Uh, my name is Baby Bigfoot. Baby Bigfoot. Where are you from, Baby Bigfoot? I'm from Sacramento. Okay, very good. Great. I'm Keebler. I'm from Nevada City. Nevada City, Keebler. Okay. Baby Big... I can't. I hope you land on trail names. I have to hear the story <laughs> behind that. So It's not that good. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. Give it a spin. See where you, where you end up. Oh, I'm going to say that's that's trail name. Okay. okay. So we had a night on San Jacinto when there's like 65 mile per hour winds and I couldn't get my tent up. Um, and I had to sleep in one of our friend's duplexes. And we bailed off the mountain at 3 a.m. after uh, Wiggles' tent blew down. <laughs> um, and Scavi doesn't use, or okay, I guess Keebler, doesn't use a tent. She just tarps. <laughs> and nice. I went up to tell her that we were leaving. Um, and, like, I had my hair was, like, crazy. And it was, like, my big puffy. And it was just, like, my tiny face. <laughs> and she's like, you look like a baby Bigfoot. <laughs> so, and then please tell them about your feet. Oh, I wear a men's 11. Okay. Yeah, like, women's 11, if you didn't know, is not even common. So it's like a big deal. It's really I impressive. wish I could about that one. It's really impressive. Okay, Keith. Very good. Oh, okay, Keebler. I get a spin. Yep. 
Oh, yeah. Most embarrassing moment. Most embarrassing moment for Keebler. I don't think I've had a moment that's been that I feel embarrassing. Like mine have been yet. way more embarrassing than yours. I don't think I can think of anything that's you can super use embarrassing. You can tell an embarrassing story about baby Bigfoot. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything embarrassing. You could do like practice butt for me or like the head wound. Well, that was yours. You should have landed on oops. I know. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of time. I'm going to spin again. Okay. <laughs> I will have an embarrassing moment later, believe me. Oh, man. The wheel hit oops again. Again, again, again. Yes. Oh. Hiker's choice or gear? Hiker's choice, let's say. Go ahead. Can I just choose gear? Sure, yes. <laughs> All right. My favorite piece of gear is actually just my windbreaker. Mm-hmm. It's super cute, and I hiked down San Jacinto on it when it was like sleeting, and it was like enough. I didn't need a rain jacket, at least for now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Tell us about your your kit. What's your base weight? Oh, I did measure mine. It's like about thirteen pounds. Thirteen. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's yours? I'm not talking to you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I also am using a tarp instead of a tent. Mm-hmm. I slept in a tent for the first time last night. I slept in hers because, like, the marine layer was coming in. So I was like, oh, I'll try it out. Mm-hmm. It was, like, it was actually way night. warmer. What? So uh, it made yeah. me a little bit yeah. jealous because yeah. I've been cowboy camping mostly. So now I know what I'm missing. She also doesn't have trekking poles, and her sleeping pad is, like, the size of a sit pad. Here's the question I always ask my ultralight guests to determine what level of ultralight like crazy they are have you drilled holes in your toothbrush handle no, to no, get rid no. of the grams no, no you just no, break no. it off but i got you know, just just carry half a toothbrush yeah yeah, yeah i know i got i got like a pretty i got a thin one off of gossamer gear and then i broke off the handle well, okay but yeah very Not good and what is your favorite tarp pitch tarp pitch oh so i have a tapered tarp so i really only have like one option right okay. now got it yeah just your regular i don't even know what you call it mm-hmm. yeah and baby Bigfoot, what's your base weight? I don't know. It's too heavy. Don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like insane, but it's not 13 pounds. Yeah. It's less than 20, but that's not that good. I think it's more than 15. Yeah. What do you think your base weight is? Now, when did you guys leave Campo? Uh, April 14th. 14th? 13th. Okay. Yeah. Did you you didn't know each other before you started? No, uh, no, but now we're sisters. Is, um, Trail sisters. Yep. So I haven't sent home. We're good. And when do you expect to finish? Just before October. Okay. Yeah. You gotta bring me. I fell on a prickly pear cactus. Oh, do tell. Uh, I set it up my tent, and then I fell on a prickly pear cactus, and then my entire backside was covered in a. Uh, cactus spikes and I had to tape them to my skin for like two weeks. The little spikes. The little teeny tiny ones. The way you get them out is you cover yourself in Elmer's white glue and then you put gauze on it and then you let it dry for half an hour and then you like rip them out. No, the one thing I did bring... Okay. And did it work? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. It sucked. Yeah. Did you need the help of your trail sister to do that? (laughs) A little. I think you took pictures. (laughs) 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 And then I stabbed myself in the head with a yucca and had like blood gushing down my head. That was as I was digging a cat hole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. She has the most embarrassing moments for sure. Sometimes when you're digging a cat hole, it's like emergency type situation. No, it was. I pooped while I was bleeding. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. And got first aid on my head. (laughs) (laughs) Priorities, you know, one one thing at a time. (laughs) time. 
good. Okay. Well, very good. Thank you for sharing your stories with yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Appreciate this. As I said, a couple of very funny young ladies. Next up, we've got uh, Chef, who is going to talk to us about the origin of his trail name and uh, some gear and some actual trail magic that happened uh, on the trail. So listen in and see what he has to say. But uh, we've made this an interactive trail angel experience here. We've got the Wheel of Wilderness here. Okay. Uh, Have you give it a spin? So let's start with introductions. What's your name? Where are you from? My name's Chef. I'm from Sacramento. Chef from Sacramento. Your name was mentioned earlier. Oh, by who? Uh, by it was either Bambi or it was, Knockout. It was Bambi. Bambi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Saying uh, we were asking if there's anybody else coming coming on the trail and said, yeah. oh yeah, Chef's coming. Chef's on his way. So okay, great. Here, here yeah. he is. Very good. <laughs> well, you already know the name one. So. Yeah. You want to give it a spin? Let's see what happens. Sure. Oh, it's really good. Well, oh, there you trail. go. Okay, so chef and the, the, the story behind it. Well, I actually am a chef. I retire now, but I was hiking with a guy maybe two and a half weeks ago. And he's going, man, I wish I could eat a Philly cheesesteak on the trail. And I says, that's easy to come up with. Uh-huh. You get uh, one of those uh, green chili ramens, some onions, some green pepper, mushrooms, dried, whatever. And then you cook that all up add in a, like a beef bouillon cube, some cheese, put your bread, put on there, and imagine it's a Philly cheesesteak. Wow. They start calling me chef after that. But I, all my meals, I put like, fresh jalapeno, fresh garlic. I did a lot of my own prep at home, uh, dried this, dried this, you know, veggies, tomatoes, whatever. And last night I had, a, like, a venison stew. Wow. So, uh, I tell you what, after after you're done with the trail, we need to hook up and have you do a, we'll do a full episode on how to eat correctly on the trail. Okay. I'd love to do that. Fantastic. Yeah, I can give you my contact information okay. when you're done, yeah. Great, great. Any other the categories appeal to you? You have a story in you you want to tell on any of these? Well, the gear has been an interesting one because the pack I start out with, the uh, Z-Pack, broke right before a landslide about mm-hmm. 70, before Idlewild. Uh-huh. Literally 10 feet before in the critical junction between the hip belt and the uh, shoulder. And I called Z-Pack. They said they couldn't do anything about it. Then and there, you know, you cool. ship it back maybe three weeks later. So I said, well, I guess I'm getting a new pack. Uh-huh. So the uh, got down in town there in Idlewild. They had a new pack for sale, one of these ULAs, which I purchased. Uh-huh. Concurrently with that, my sleeping bag had been given out. And my wife, bless her heart, bought a new one at REI. They wanted $108 to ship it overnight. She drove it down from Sacramento and met me in Idlewild. And I mean, I call that true trail love. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I got one more. I okay. lost my spork about a week ago. Oh, no. Uh, some critter crawled out in the middle of the night. I had it on rock. Um, this is somewhere out in... Um, there's a valley you come up out of off by 10. You go to the next dirt road there and camp there. Uh, there's a water cache the trail, out there somewhere. And, um, and my spark was gone. So yeah, then I stayed really in uh, the last town back, uh, Wrightwood, and some uh, holistic massage place, kind of, I don't know, some kind of funny place. And they put me in this hide a bed, and they said, no one's used this a long time, hon, but, you know, go ahead and take it. I open up, and a spork pops out of it. I wash it right well, and now I've got a spork. So, wow. Uh, it's just stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's another uh, version of trail magic right there. That's yeah, very fortuitous. The trail provides. I'm yeah. really a firm believer in that. Yeah. Know? I can't uh, can't think of anything worse than chef without a spork. I mean, that's that's nightmare. I was using cardboard, you know. <laughs> 
Now, next up, we've got Bambi and Knockout. And in this clip, you can actually get a taste of Mrs. Doc's voice as she could be heard very clearly talking to the two young ladies as they come off the trail and give the Wheel of Wilderness a spin. So enjoy. Hi, ladies. We've got some trail magic going on. We heard, we heard oh, yeah, you out yeah, there and we said... <laughs> we have breakfast sandwiches. Oh, oh my gosh. So I'm recording. I've got a podcast <laughs> called the John Freaking Muir Pod. <laughs> and we have a the sandwich? John Freaking Muir Wheel of Wilderness. Oh, this is so this fun. Is, this is an interactive experience. <laughs> and so... Oh, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll give it a spin if you guys are so inclined. Oh, yeah. yeah just <laughs> oh, that's nice. And trail name. Trail name. Oh, gosh. Okay, so I'm Bambi. Okay. Um, um, and at first, it came on, like, it came over time, like but on day two, um, I was camping around, with these two guys, Pony Boy and, and, and Huck, around, said, and Huck has, so uh, like, trail sellers um, of Catan, like a California. game board. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yes, I have. But, yeah, so I haven't played that game since I was, like, in high school, and I didn't remember the rules, I didn't know anything, so it was just the two of them versus me. Really? Well, it, uh, it was the three of us versus each other, but it turned into the two of them versus me. <laughs> and they just had me, like, so gullible, like, believing both of them, trying to trade stuff. I was giving him, like, three of this for one of that. And they essentially slaughtered me like a Bambi. So from there, it just stuck. Got it. All right, board game. From a board game. From a board game, Not even from a mishap on the trailer. No mishap. That was me. No, that's Very her. Good. I hope she gets the same one. Okay. <laughs> well, what is your trail name? Since we're, since there we go. And um, tell the story. Yeah. My trail name is Knockout. Um, I was just, I was walking by myself one day. It was like really hot, dry, no water for many miles. I was like only on trail 50% of the day because I kept losing it because it just wasn't marked at all. And so I was walking really fast trying to get, you know, somewhere with shade and I had my head down with this hat and... Um, I just proceeded to like walk forehead first into like an entire tree that had fallen across the trail and I literally knocked myself out <laughs> briefly um, flat on my back like I woke up and I was like where am I? Like, oh what am I gosh. doing? Um, so I did. I hiked like five more miles to shade and like just continued like monitoring myself for like a concussion or anything. But yeah, eventually my friend like an hour later walked up on me just like sitting there and I was like, you're not going to believe what happened. So they started calling me knockout and nice. I, you know, I had to accept it. Absolutely. That's a great story. That's a great. But yeah, it was a good lesson. Give the wheel a spin. Let's see what comes up. Okay. Oh no. Oh, worst worse. worst campsite so far. There's been so many good ones. I think the worst one um we've been hiking a really long time and we we were like in a burn zone. And this one doesn't have as many like we it was like high 20 miles and we just it was getting dark and we we're like we can't go anymore so we had to set up like under all these very precarious trees that had just like under all the branches and we we're like we might die tonight i don't know mm -hmm. but so we didn't sleep a lot but it ended up being okay obviously because we're here but yeah my my hiking partner was not happy so it's just kind of like a a, a negative night but the next day was beautiful so. yeah nice nice now where are you guys from i'm from 
Colorado, okay. sort of. All over the place, but mostly Colorado. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am from Ohio. Ohio, okay. Yes. <laughs> a little bit, a little far from home. Yep. But... And did you guys come out on your own? Yeah, we both started separately, nice. like a day apart. Uh-huh. We, we kind of just were going the same pace, so we kept passing each other, like, on the trail, so uh-huh. started yeah. hiking together. Cowboy camping buddy. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so do you have tents, or are you de- dedicated solely to cowboy camping? <laughs> no, we have tents, but we're, yeah. uh, I use an we like I not setting up our tents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, and next up, we have uh, one of the funniest segments, I think, uh, with a a young man from Santa Rosa by the name of Nomelli, and he talks about a particular piece of gear that if you are a a regular listener of the JFM pod, we've, we've heard this mentioned a couple of times, much to my surprise, so enjoy this clip about Nomelli's favorite piece of gear. I know. How you doing? We got some trail match going on here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And a spin wheel, too. And a spin wheel. This is an interactive experience. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, very good. Well, let's let's get an introduction here. What's your name? Nomelli. Nomelli? Yeah. Okay, and where are you from? Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. Very good. I'm Doc. Doc, good to meet you. And uh, I've got the, I'm the host of the John Freakin' Muir Pod. Cool. And so we are out here talking to PCTers and hearing their stories and having to spin the wheel. This is the John Freaking Muir Wheel of Wilderness. So give her a spin there, Nomelli. Let's see uh, what you land on. Because where I live, round and round she goes. Gear. We get to talk about gear with Nomelli. I think uh, the the bidet is revolutionary. Oh, you know what? I've, I've had a couple of guests on the pod that have talked about the bidet. I think it's a game changer. Seriously, hygiene is. The next it takes hygiene to the next level, <laughs> and uh, you don't have to pack out the to toilet paper. And yeah, I think it's a, it's a game changer. Nice. Uh, now tell us a little bit about the logistics of using a bidet on the trail. Yeah, so you need to have like a, a separate water bottle container, and then you need to put your bidet thing like in a separate plastic bag, and then. Uh, so we always have like, a little bit of water so for that morning ritual, and, uh-huh. and uh, you're good to go. Good to go. Yeah, and, it, and you need less water as time gets on because you're a better aim. <laughs> In the beginning miles, you need like a, a whole liter maybe, and that, after that you may need like 250 mLs, you know, depending on your aim and the wind, of course. Wind's always a factor. You don't want to get any of that business on your legs or anything, but, you know, as we know, trail now, variables. How, how did you hear about the bidet? Um, I think I read it in an article or something online, and then I was just like, whoa, what is he talking about? Because, I mean, he's a bidet when I ever traveled to Europe, but I was like, on the trail, he must be just joking. And then I found out it's like the super lightweight, uh, like, little rubber piece that fits different bottles, and I was like, oh, no, I gotta, I gotta try this. Uh-huh. And, you know, the first time is kind of awkward, but after that, you know. So I have to know, did you practice in the backyard before hitting the trail? <laughs> I practiced in my bathroom first, in my bathroom first, and then I did a couple, like, 15 mile hikes around my uh, my country up in Northern California a little bit uh-huh. and then uh, and then I think felt like it was just alright okay. I got this I can do this very good I was yeah. I was skeptical when I first heard the, the first guest talk about this yeah, yeah. Like, are you serious really yeah yeah but man you, you seem like you're a convert oh yeah full, fully yeah I mean to not have to deal with the toilet paper stuff is, that's half the battle right yeah there. yeah nice yeah. nice very good well hey thank you very much for the story that's yeah. awesome that's <laughs> you're awesome welcome. 
Okay, I don't know about you guys, but the jury is still out on the bidet for me. So we'll have to keep evaluating that situation and see if we want to use that. Next up, we have two stories from the trail, from Pothole and Snow on the Trail, about maybe some some nightmare worst-case scenarios. So uh, these were both, uh, one was pretty funny and the other one was pretty frightening. So stay tuned. Let's take a listen. Let's do introductions first. What's okay. your name? I'm Pothole. Pothole? And yeah. where are you from, Pothole? I'm from San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. And is this your first long trail? Um, well, I attempted the trail in 2019. So I did about 800 miles and stopped because of the snow. Okay. So I'm trying again. Okay. I have done the John Muir Trail a couple times. Nice. Yeah. We love talking love about it. the John Muir Trail. Yeah, I love it. Very good. And when did you start? Um, so I started April 10th, but I hiked a week, and then my back spat. Pretty bad. So I went home to San Diego, and then it's kind of a long story. So maybe I'll save it because I have to tell a story. Okay. So then I, I've only been back on the trail like four days. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Let's get the wheel a spin. All right. Ready? Yep. Do I go any way? Any way. Yep. Oh, it spins really good. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Hiker's choice. What is that? And did you get to pick any one of these categories? Oh, I get to pick the one I want? Yes. Um, I'll do the um, the most embarrassing one. Okay, excellent. Well, can I tell it, though, from two years ago and not this one, or does it have to be from the site? As long as it's a good story, we don't care when it's It from. is a pretty good story. Okay. okay, so it was from the two years ago when I tried the trail, but I was up by um, Idlewild camping, and everybody was camping in the same spot, a whole bunch of people, right? Mm-hmm. And I really had to pee, and so I went up the trail, because it's like, nobody's coming southbound, right? It was like March or whatever. So I went up the trail a little bit, and there wasn't a lot of room so I was literally like you know 10 feet off the trail just doing taking my pee I'm like mid squat like this right all of a sudden here comes this guy hiking down the trail and I'm like oh and I stopped my pee midstream I'm sorry but I'm taking a pee and he stops and has a full-on conversation with him he's like I think I broke my ankle I gotta turn around and go back into town and I'm like I'm like this the whole time holding my pee now which is only halfway I'm like are you okay do you need any help he's like no I think it's gonna be okay and and then I mean we talked for like a minute and they left and then I peed and then and then I went back to see because I felt bad like I had some tape KT tape or whatever but he has already passed all the campers I think so, yeah. I think that's a, a uh, common occurrence yeah. where folks have had some unusual bathroom moments on the trail where yeah. they thought they've been off the trail far enough and then they realize the trail turns a certain way. Oh, oh there they are. Hi, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah, it's good times. Very good. Yeah. Very good. So, yeah, that was my thing. We got some trail magic going. I'm recording. I've got a, a podcast called the John Freaking Muir Pod. And so we've got an interactive experience here with the Wheel of Wilderness. So feel free to partake in the Wheel of Wilderness or or not uh, and help yourself. I'll play. Okay, very good. Okay, yeah. Come on over. Playing for beer and donuts. Beer and donuts. What else? Breakfast sandwiches, soda. Some breakfast of champions right there. Uh, that would be perfect. I'm already winning. Yep, there you go. Thank you. Okay, so first introduction. Uh, what's your name and where are you from? I'm Rebecca from Castle Rock, Washington. My trail name is Snow on the Trail. Snow on the Trail. Yes. Yes. And I'm a blogger for the track, so you can find me there. Very good. Love the track. Yeah. Love the track. I've got my card. I'll give it to you. Fantastic. 
So this is the uh, it's for the John Frickin' Mirror pod. John Frickin' Mirror. Yeah. And this is this is the Wheel of Wilderness. That's a play. Okay, give her a spin. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Doc. Oh, you're very welcome, Jim. Have a great trip. Oh, favorite trail. I'm at uh, trail favorite campsite so far. Favorite campsite so far. It was week two. I was just past Warner Springs and I was climbing up into the mountains there. And um, I had been hiking all day and I was completely exhausted. I mean, I was just dead. And I, there was this one tent site I saw that was ahead of the guide. I was going for it and going for it. And there was someone there. And I was just, it just killed me. But I saw her sitting out there. Her name was Crazy Pants. That was her trail name. And I said, do you know of any other sites around here? And she's like, oh yeah, there's this awesome site that's just a little off trail, but it's not marked. Let me show you where it is. And there was this site where it was it was about 100 feet off trail you had to bushwhack a little bit to get to there but it was an established site and you could see the whole mountain and the valley below you and everything beautiful and i got everything set up and when i woke up the next morning i got to watch the sunrise over the canyon mm -hmm. and that was one of my best days on trail so far it was really incredible those are the moments we're out here for right oh absolutely yeah. i mean this is like life lived deliberately you uh -huh. know it's pretty amazing so it feels like a real privilege to be here. Oh, yeah, thank you. So tell us about the trek. Uh, well, about the trek, um, I was supposed to be a blogger and correspondent with them for last year. I actually made it to Campo. I was at the trailhead on March 20th, and then the stay-at-home order came down. Mm -hmm. And so I got the email and everything, and I decided to, like, head back home and, you know, respect the quarantine and all of that, trying to, like, mm -hmm. contain the spread. And I was really lost for a while, but the trail came back around. I got a permit. The trek still wanted me to write for them, and now I'm posting about two weeks behind my progress. I've got three entries out so far um, for the trail, but I've got a bunch of entries about my training and how I get ready and what I'm afraid of and what I'm not afraid of and just kind of everything. Nice. I'm, I'm kind of approaching it more of like my journey instead of like this is what the trail is because there's so much of that, uh -huh. you know, and so much of this is personal. So I'm trying to talk about what it's like to live out here and be out here and face the challenges and the triumphs and the struggles and the failures and the rattlesnakes. Yes. <laughs> Many of those? Uh, eight so far. Okay. Two yesterday. And uh, the one of them yesterday, I swung around uh, on the switchback. And you know you know how there's like, it's like cliff face and then down. And there was this tall rock. And I, I was always trained to look down in the head for snakes when you hike. That, I grew up with that because I grew up in West Texas. And so I hear the rattle and I look down in the head. I didn't see it. I'm like, where the hell is the snake, right? Mm -hmm. I look over and it's on top of a rock and it's eye level with me. Oh, wow. And about four and a half, five feet away. So I back up because, you know, they say six feet minimum safe distance, uh -huh. right? But it's like basically making eye contact with me at a classic coil pose. And I screamed. And the girl down the trail heard me scream because like, oh my God, right? And he did not want to go away. He just wanted to sit there and be pissed at me. Just rattle, rattle, rattle. And I'm like, yelling and I'm like go run for Congress you know just all kinds of stuff nothing was working but finally he got bored with me and decided to go but it was yeah wow that was rattlesnake number eight so yeah well thank you so much oh you're very welcome I like yeah. thank you for the story 
And we're going to wrap up the Trail Magic episode with probably the most enthusiastic guest of the episode, and that is Unstoppable Zod. Quite a name and quite a story behind the name. Uh, He tells a couple stories, and then it kind of devolves into some silliness as he carries on back and forth with Bambi and Knockout. And they talk about, you know, what are the popular topics on the trail and where your mind goes when you've got so much time to think out there. So listen in. It's pretty good. All right, step right up, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Let's let's start with introductions. What's your name? Unstoppable Zod. Unstoppable Zod. I love it. I love it. And where are you from? I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. And is this your first long trail? Uh, Second attempt at this trail. Okay. Yeah. Very good. When was the first attempt? 2017. So the fire and ice year. Right. I made it to Forester Pass and I post holed pretty bad there and wrecked the ankle. Post post holing is no fun. Nope. No no fun. All right. So this is the Wheel of Wilderness. Yes, sir. Different categories. If it lands on Hiker's Choice, you get to choose which category you want to talk about. Oh, okay. All right. So I can give it a spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. So he's back on his feet. That's, oh, it's still oh, going. Man, it's, it's still going. That's the longest so far I think today. the wind actually stopped here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, say that's on the... That's on 100, ain't it? Okay. So I don't know. That, what, that, what, you tell me. I'll you say, tell me what's It's not 100 bucks. It is I get 100. The, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is your favorite moment on the trail so far. Oh, shit. I don't know if I can answer that. <laughs> um... Because it's all been your favorite? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I can't think of, like, one moment right now that's, like, super standing out. Um, yeah. I mean, I just thought, like, throughout the day, like, like I, every time I meet somebody new, I love that. I love, like, meeting, meeting new people out here, uh, running into people that, I, that I'd already met. It's the people for me more than the, than the trail, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I love the wilderness. I love being outside. But the... Uh, but for me, the journey is just just all the all the folks. Right now, yeah. pre- present company excluded. Who's been the, the uh, your favorite person to meet so far? Uh, probably Tiny Pat. He's up ahead. I got injured uh, at Big Bear, and I, I spent a week in Big Bear. So I'm I'm been orphaned. These people have taken me on. It's been awesome. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Very good. And Tiny Pat, how did he get his name? Hammer gave him his name. He was at a, a water cache, and some dude named Hammer, who I guess has a YouTube show. I've never heard of him, but he's he's famous. He's YouTube famous. I know. They said it last time I heard. He asked him if he had a name, and he said no. He said, Tiny Pat. <laughs> and uh, Tiny, Pat, Tiny Pat said, I don't know if I can just take a name from some dude just hanging out on the side of the road, man. So anybody gives you shit. Hammer said it. I don't, can I say shit? So. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> That's right. Hey, you're on the trail. It goes. It flies. Very good. And tell us about Unstoppable Zod. So that comes from 2017, the first time around. Um, I was uh, maybe 12 miles outside of Scissors Crossing and going up up the uh, the ridge there. There was a ridge. I was kind of I was feeling kind of tired, and it's getting close to sunset, and this ridge was beautiful. And I stopped there to stay there, and. Um, all of a sudden, I noticed on the side of the ridge somebody in rebar that was about like, I don't know, like foot and a half pieces, like 18 inch pieces, had written Unstoppable Zod across the side of this ridge. It was just blowing my mind because I don't know how the hell the guy carried it up there. And uh, my, my buddies show up and they're like, oh, it's a beautiful spot. Let's stay here. And I'm like, yeah, the spot's awesome, but look at this. Look at this sign. It's Unstoppable Zod. This is the dude. Like, 
that's a trail name. Like, how did this guy do this? Like, I went off on it for five minutes. I ramble. You might have noticed. Um, but um, so, so they let me ramble on it forever. And then my buddy Trailblazer looks at me and says, that says Unstoppable 2017. So I saw the one and the seven as a D, which I promptly turned into a definite D. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, down the trail, everybody would see me and be like, You're unstoppable, Zod! How did you get that up there? <laughs> kind of the man, you know? <laughs> Fantastic. That's great. That's great. I so, I thought it was Snackdown. No, Smackdown. I wanted to be Snackdown so bad. WWE wrestling. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it because it's like the trail just tries to smack you down all the time. But he's into that wrestling. Yeah. He has all the pins. That guy's, you know, that guy just, uh, he did the CDT. Yeah. And then just, he was doing the AT with his sister. She got injured in Virginia. Yeah. So he was like, well, I've already done Oregon and Washington. I'll just come out, hammer out California. (laughs) And then while she's healing, so he's going to. Race back to Virginia and oh just go ahead and God. finish the, the Triple Crown up in Canada in this year. Wow! Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Any any future Triple Crowners here? No, no. No, this is it. Yeah, not a big response there, except for an immediate no. I mean, it, it jumped right out of her. I thought I might do the AT, but then you hear about it out here, and it sounds really hard. Yeah, everyone makes it sound yeah. awful. If I do the CDT, I'm going to do it on a bike. We're going to the, the grocery store in Athens, and like the pictures on the Gut Hook app look really nice. So we're calling our grocery store trip Bouge Fest 2020. Bouge Fest, nice. <laughs> and I think we're like really hyping it up. No, it's going to be amazing. It might just be a really mediocre I think we're going to have marinated mushrooms. I have things in my mind now, like there's going to be the bouge luge, which is just like, like, you know, like luge shots, except it's Gatorade coming down there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So awesome. You know, if I have like one of those nice salad bars, like Whole Foods or a coffee cart, it probably won't. I want like broccoli salads. (laughs) We can dream. Yeah, even really there's nice like deli. characters that'll be chasing us around there. They're Scrooge McBooge. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> shows up and like you put a lot of thought oh, into he's this. Awful. He's the worst. He's like eh, eh. chases you all over the store and won't let you get your like kombucha. Your kombucha. 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 Yeah, when you're out on the trail, you have a lot of time to think about stuff. Yeah. So you get started on an idea, and you can you can take it so far, right? Yeah, and you know, this one was pretty bad, where it starts out, I'm just like, man, I wonder what kind of dried fruit they have, and it ended up with the booge luge and booge. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that you thought of all that. It's always oh, it just happened. about. <laughs> it was on the way down. <laughs> All we've talked about since Wrightwood is like what what's going to be at Bouge Fest. <laughs> Next year it's going to be a full music festival. <laughs> it better be. So what are when you're out on the trail? What are the, what are the top three topics? Poop. Poop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bodily functions. Poop. Yep. Absolutely. Poop is number one topic. Food. Food's got to be up there, right? Yeah. 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 And, pro- and then probably just like what's up ahead or like the wind. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So there you have it. That's it. 
I hope you all enjoyed this trail magic edition of the John Freaking Mirpod. I know I did. Uh, talking to the PCT hikers coming down the trail was just a fantastic experience. They all seem very pleased and excited, not just by the food and drink, but by the interactive wheel of wilderness and giving that wheel a spin. And I even got Mrs. Doc to admit on the way home that this was really a fun experience. She enjoyed herself as well. So that's all for this week. Hope you enjoyed the bonus episode. Stay tuned for some more great episodes to round out season two. Thanks a lot.